What's up, SCR fam? It's your host, Alex, and welcome to the fourth episode of Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie Beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. Before we dive in, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the political unrest that went down yesterday. I want to make it abundantly clear. Black Lives Matter, the actions of these pro-Trump rioters is absolutely inexcusable and exposed a flagrant double standard. Black and brown people could never get away with such an egregious act of disrespect without suffering serious fatalities. It's legit embarrassing. Anyways, today we're going to be recapping episode 4 of the challenge, Double Agents, Duplicity. And damn, what an episode. As always, a reminder, there will be spoilers ahead. Our viewership is slowly growing, so look out for some promotions soon. I guess audio ship. I never really know what to say there. Um, but the promotions are going to be good, y'all. So with that, let's dive in. We'll kick it off with section one, the introduction. I'm the strongest man in the world! We kick the episode off with a little chat in the hot tub. It's highlighting how strong of an alliance Anissa and Tori have, for some reason and Tori lamenting over her partnership with Devin. After that, it transitions into this incredibly awkward scene between Tori and Fessy. Corey calls it a connection, but I would just call it a middle schooler who has a crush on someone from their 8th period gym class, but just kind of lingers around them instead of saying anything. We also finally get to see some political dialogue from Jay and Teresa, trying to assess their standing in the game, and where their alliances lie. In the words of Queen Teresa, everything is getting a little shady. Then somehow, Josh finds his way to butt himself into this, which obviously won't end well. <laughs> A quick shot of some of the rookies comforting Liv, ugh, I can already see what's coming at this point, before we transition into one of the most moving, then odd scenes of this season. This season has done a fantastic job of highlighting the stories of the players. From Cam talking about her family, to Big T talking about her experience being adopted, given some traumatic circumstances in her upbringing, it was incredibly moving. I would have never guessed Big T would have gone through that intense of a life, given her never-ending positivity. I don't think positivity should be expected of those who've experienced hardships, but definitely commended. And then Devin decides to use this as an opportunity to go after Amber? A rookie? Uh... Hey, read the room, my man. Big T is out here pouring her heart out, and you decided this is the perfect moment to come for Amber? B, Amber was being so calm. She was literally just chilling there. Unless there's unaired footage of Amber throwing rocks at Devin's face, I don't understand how she was ruining his night. Coming off of an episode where I was starting to like Devin, I am quickly jolted back to reality. I'm going to breeze over the weird Devin-Nelson interaction, although it was endearing that Nelson was protecting her. And I like how a trend this season is the men being like, you made this woman cry, and then the camera pans to said woman, like eating cereal or playing pickup sticks. That wraps up our intro and brings us to the challenge. I still don't like you. Oh, okay. For this, quite frankly, whack challenge, one partner was controlling a drone through a series of underground tunnels, while the other looked through a set of night vision VR goggles, acting as the drone's eyes and directing the pilot, who is blindly weaving the drone through rocks. The seer's ultimate goal is to direct the pilot's drone to a board of numbers to memorize. Once the puzzle is memorized, the seer must direct the pilot back to the start, then run to decode the numbers and enter the correct code into some secret agent-looking number pad. All of this is contingent, of course, on the drone actually making it to the puzzle board, and let's just say that wasn't very common. <laughs> My biggest issue with this challenge was that one partner basically did nothing. They flew a drone, but they couldn't see. That was literally their whole purpose. Press the little buttons on the little control pad and hope for the best, question mark? I don't mind that some challenges aren't crazy sumo slam on top of moving trucks, but I mean, come on. It would have even been more interesting if the drone pilot at least did the whole flying process and the other person was purely the puzzle. 
I don't know, I really feel like I'm grasping at straws here. Before the challenge begins, it's formally announced that Liv's going home. They were trying to hold out as long as they could, but ultimately she was deemed medically unable to continue after her brawl with Tori in the previous challenge, turning Mechi into this season's second rogue agent. I'm personally super bummed. Liv was really starting to grow on me and would love to see her compete more. I really hope we see her in the future. Y'all know how I feel about medical disqualifications. Then the challenge proceeds with team after team failing. Nelson crashes the drone into the ground, Big T somehow gets it stuck in the ceiling, TJ's cackling, and each team is systematically proving why they should never go to pilot school or be recruited for any code-breaking branch of the CIA. Then comes in one unlikely duo, Devin and Tori, who despite their constant bickering from a rivalry spurred from reasons unknown, I refuse to acknowledge are you the one second chances, manage to be the only team to complete this challenge, thereby automatically securing them the win, and the position as this week's double agents. That puts Amber M and Nelson in a tricky spot as we enter our next section, partying and politics. This is gonna be a show. We kick off the segment finding out Tori's intentions with her new power, to go into the elimination, particularly against someone who is perceivably weak, like Amber M. That sets the stage for the debauchery to come, and I think it's admirable. You even have the most seasoned vets who think it's too early to go into elimination, and I've really always admired Tori for being so fearless. I know she's trying to pick off these weak competitors, quote unquote, but no one's really weak. Every elimination is a risk. If you want to go down there, I respect that. Devin also begins to develop a hit list, basically the Young Bucks, Big Brother and Leroy, and Darrell, and Amber M, and basically the entire house. I don't know if it qualifies as a hit list or just a cast roster. Then we boogie on into the Electrodome and see an adorable dance-off between Corey and Nelson, Fessy reaffirming his commitment to Corey and Nelson, and people letting loose. I love how much fun they seem to be having this season. I would pay a million dollars for just one night in the party igloo. Then, even more screen time for Devin and Tori, unfortunately, as they break down their options. Tori wants to protect Corey, Leroy, and Anissa, while Devin wants to protect Kyle, CT, and Nam. Then Tori kind of extends her bubble of protection to Nani, but Devin does not fuck with that because he wants Josh gone. Devin also learns Tori wants to go in, and then starts to panic a little, realizing that might affect his game, but isn't quite sure how. I can only sum up Gabby and Fessy's flirtation was when she said to his face, you are very hard to talk to. I was rolling, y'all. Damn, girl. If she said that to me, I would throw in the towel immediately. I'm becoming a monk. I'm vowing celibacy, etc., etc. A fight between Josh and Jay ends the night um, and somehow adds Jay and Teresa to the potential target list, which feels like it came literally out of nowhere. We must have missed something because Josh being a baby cannot be the only reason people are suddenly targeting Jay and Teresa. I'm just not giving that fight more attention, though. I simply refuse. <laughs> Sliding onto the fourth section, deliberation and voting. I'm proud of my partner, too, but we don't want to go down there. <laughs> the deliberation starts out with Nelson making a keen observation that it's probably going to be a guy's day with Liv's disqualification. Nelson and Keen are typically not in the same sentence, but my man was making points. It's also important to note that Mechie is presumably immune as the rogue agent. Leroy calls out that the attention is seemingly on Nelson and Amber, Josh and Nani, and Jay and Teresa. Nelson is still trying to protect Amber, which is so sweet. I really fuck with that. You can also just see Nani slowly coming to the realization that her political position is shit. And that's normally her strength, but it's Buffalo Supreme when she's partnered with Josh. She has seemingly accepted her fate as, I don't know if y'all noticed, but she was staring at her knees like they were deep into Casey's eyes the entire deliberation. Nothing is surprising in the voting montage except Kyle voting for Fessy and Anissa again, which is hilarious. He claims it's because they threw him down, but you know his ass just doesn't want to get exposed again from the declassified information, so he just keeps burning his vote. Kyle, you ain't that slick. It's interesting to see partners beginning to diverge in their votes. People are really beginning to grasp it's an individual game. 
and going with their alliance, even if that goes against their partner. Devin and Tori get the tea, and Amber, Emma, and Nelson are voted in by the mob. Some notable votes are Nani, who broke from Josh's desire to vote Jay and Teresa. The rookies, Gabby and Amber B, because I thought this group of rookie girls has been sticking together up to this point, so it was surprising they turned on Amber M. And Anissa, who is someone who normally rides with Nelson, and Nelson was really, really fighting for her last season, but dropped that in favor of trying to get Tori her wish of facing Amber M in elimination. That brings us into the crater. No! For those of you newcomers to the show, this elimination is a challenge classic called Hall Brawl. Introduced in 2012 with MTV's Battle of the Seasons, it requires two contestants to run toward each other down a narrow hallway with the intent of physically pushing through your opponent, then racing to a bell on the opposite side the fastest. In this case, instead of a bell, it's three buttons. Not sure why there were three TBH. It is one of my all-time favorite eliminations, leading to some Clash of the Titans, like CJ vs. Zack in its debut season, and Tori vs. Jenny in War of the Worlds 2. On their walk in, we see a really quick shot of Fessy saying he wants it. Tori confirms to him that Nelson and Amber were voted, given that she had the declassified information, but he says that doesn't change his answer. T. So when TJ asks Tori and Devin if they want to go in tonight, Tori is eager, but the aura changes when TJ reveals he is not going to tell them if it's a guy's or a girl's day until after the pair votes. After some nervous weirdness is exchanged between the two of them, Tori eventually defers to Devin and agrees to pass. Then comes the shock of the episode. Tori decides to throw her friends some bones and votes Anissa and Fessy, thinking either could win no matter if it's a guy's or a girl's day. Damn. This is honestly pretty fucking crazy, especially since Josh really wanted it all of a sudden, for some reason. Maybe he's really fueled by the confidence of his zero elimination wins. Devin agrees, <laughs> TJ reveals it's a guy's day, and what looked to be the decimation of one of the smallest rookies in the game turns into a legitimate clash of the titans with Fessy against Nelson. Not only is Fessy a snake for nominating himself against his friend, but during the competition he starts playing so dirty, he looks like a child who's throwing a temper tantrum and slamming their doll into the ground. Nelson is no slouch, he is an elimination assassin and he was putting up a fight, but it was no secret that Fessy was just in control that entire time. I mean, damn. Truly, damn. Fessy only narrowly takes the first round in an all-out foot race, after he decides to stop playing bongos with Nelson's body, but he steamrolls the second round and knocks Nelson from the game. So with Fessy's gold skull comes the ability to swap partners, and if you thought betraying Nelson was the worst thing he was going to do tonight, he decides to dump poor Anissa and steals Casey from Leroy. That leads to Leroy choosing Anissa and Amber M and Mechie becoming a team by default. The separation of Casey and Leroy I think is the biggest implication from this partner swap. That partnership was the fragile link between two sides of the house, and it's going to be interesting to see if they continue to work together now that they are more solidly with their own alliances, Casey with the Big Brother people and Leroy with the vets. The second biggest implication is how mad everyone is at Fessy. There's a lot of moving pieces. Josh wanted to go in, Corey feels duped, Tori is scared, Casey and Nani are feeling nervous about their partners. Look, I'm just going to throw a third damn in there as we go into the awards ceremony. For those of you joining for the first time, I give out four awards each episode. Worst moment, best moment, quote from the GOAT, GOAT isn't greatest of all time, and lastly, player of the episode. The worst moment was just Fessy all around. I was disappointed in Fessy this episode. Despite throwing herself into elimination during a Skull season, normally being heroic, I will never forget my girl Jenna's epic conquest against Tori. Shout out to Jenna. Fessy's was driven from pure cowardice. He was much bigger than Nelson, saw a hall brawl, and wanted to take his chance in elimination he knows he'd be good at, as opposed to some of the janky ones that might come down the line. I get it, it's a million dollars. I'm not there, so I'd probably make the same shady ass decision. But, I mean, this is a long game. Fessy really showed his ass with this one. And on top of that, he dumped Anissa, someone who he told the confessional episodes ago he was stoked to help her get her first challenge win, with the bullshit reason too. Anissa always gets to the short end of the stick. At least she ended up with Lee, and hopefully they're a power duo. 
The best moment was the elimination being Hall Brawl. This is one of my favorite eliminations of all time, and this one did not disappoint. Two fantastic competitors going head to head is what we live for on the challenge. An excellent hard fall elimination that was a nice refresher from last week when Wes practically gave up. <laughs> the best quote is Have a cup of tea, meditate, it's bad vibes. From our own Queen Big T. This quote is referencing Josh throwing a temper tantrum literally every other night. Big T swoops in with the humor as always, and despite her deep vulnerability early in the episode, tends across the board with her humor as well. The player of the episode is Nelson. Look, I'm not actually a huge fan of Nelson, particularly the fact he's had some awful interactions with female castmates over the past couple seasons, and I've yet to see him fully grow beyond those. But from his hard-fought battle in the hall brawl against Vessi, to fiercely defending his partner despite her being a small rookie, Nelson showed a lot of heart this episode, and it would have been a disservice to give it to anyone else. I gave honorable mention to two players. The first is Amber M. She gets honorable mention for both standing up for herself against Devin and showing no fear regarding the elimination. She knows she's the smallest girl in the house, but she took her fate head on and didn't beg or plead not to go in. Cough, Rogan, on War of the Worlds 2. Cough. She was ready and I fuck with that. Second is Big T. Big T has managed to make it into almost every honorable mention, but her opening up so naturally was such a powerful moment of the season. Kudos to Big T. This episode is going to have cataclysmic repercussions for people's social and political games, and for me has been the best so far in a season of strong episodes. I hope they start to show more Cam, Leroy, and Teresa, because I feel like they've been taking a backseat to Josh, Jay, and Devin, which just quite frankly no one wants. But otherwise it's truly been a spectacular competition thus far, so I'll see y'all next week, and as always... Take care of yourself, hopefully we'll see you in the future, alright?